Welcome to Kid Coach Conversations. So great that you can join us. My name's Coven, and every week I'll be bringing you different conversations I've had with kids. They're all seven to 11 years old, and the questions I ask them are specifically designed to get them talking, thinking, and feeling, developing the softer skills that they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. Did you know that 85% of the jobs that will exist in 2030 have not even been invented yet? In such a fast-paced and changing world, it would be the softer, more transferable skills that will help our kids succeed and thrive. But what do I mean by soft skills exactly? Well, it's all the non-academic stuff that kids don't tend to get that much practice in at school, and yet as adults, we're having to use all the time. You know what I mean, things like being creative, communicating well, being a critical thinker, having resilience, etc., etc., etc. Now, I found that a simple but effective way of developing this at home with kids already is through regular five to 10 minute conversations. I'll give you some examples. Let's say on communication, we could ask our kids to describe a car to an alien, which is a test of conciseness. Or on creativity, asking what are 10 things to do with a cup, which encourages them to think in divergent ways. Or how about on critical thinking, having them estimate the number of iPads in the world to help them think in a structured way or on resilience, asking them why it's good to fail sometimes and discussing the value of feedback. Now, these are just some examples, but in this podcast, Kid Coach Conversations, you'll hear me discuss all sorts of questions like this with lots of different children. And hopefully it will give you some ideas of inspiration for discussions that you can have at home with your own kids. If you want full access to all the questions and prompts that I use, then just download our app from www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app, so you can do all this great stuff at home yourself. So without further ado, let's get started. <coughs> this week I speak to Mahika. She's eight years old and attends an independent school in Northwest London. She's really creative and loves to paint, so much so that she'll do all her homework and chores if rewarded with an hour of art. We're going to build the talking skill of debating Debating is such a great way to develop skills across communication, persuasion, critical thinking, and resilience. It's no surprise that great debaters rise to the tops of their professions. Today, we'll be trying out some kid-friendly debate topics. So let's listen in on our chat. Okay, so Mahika, I've got a debating question here for you. And the debate is, should children be allowed to set their own bedtime? Should children be allowed to set their own bedtime? Uh, well, personally, because I'm a kid, I think so. Um, okay, great. Because... So here's what we'll do then. You, you debate that side and I'll debate the other. Okay, so you, 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 you tell me all the reasons why children should be allowed to set their own bedtime and I'll tell you all the reasons why they shouldn't and we can have a debate back and forth because uh, I, I know how much you like debating. Okay, so I think that children should be allowed to choose their own bedtime because um, if, if they do, um, some children are responsible enough to set their own bedtime. Let's say they want to go to bed at, um, let's say, nine, the time that I usually do. Um, it's reasonable to say that you can go to bed at nine during weekends and you can go to bed at eight during weekdays when you have school. Um, during holidays, I think they would probably um, 
they would be allowed to choose later times. And because they're responsible enough, they would choose um they would choose um good times that that they would be able to go to bed and not feel sleepy the next morning. Okay, so um responsibility is a central theme here, it sounds like, and I, I do wonder how responsible uh, eight, nine, ten-year-old child is. I, I suspect that on the whole, many are irresponsible, um, and, and not willfully so. But just because they don't know any better, they'll they'll be tempted to stay up and and watch that TV program or, or play on the iPad or, or do something that invariably involves a screen. And, and actually, that's that's really bad for you. All that blue light so late in the day. I, I it seems to me that children can't regulate themselves well enough. Um, and I suspect you'll find that in the data as well. So, so for that reason, I, I don't believe that we should let all children set their own bedtime. Uh, well, true. But the children, the children who are irresponsible, um, I agree, should not be able to set their bedtime um during school days and during weekends um because they might have classes during the weekend um but if they set their time during holidays all children can do that because usually during holidays i wake up late and i sleep late um so then it's quite equal and um i find it fun to loll around and i usually choose my own bedtime and during holidays um and i'm responsible enough to choose it during holidays as well but during weekdays and weekends i always have a timetable to say um when should i wake up i basically have an alarm on my ipads um so that i can wake up at the right time so during school days i wake up at six because it um i have to wake up early have breakfast and then get ready so um i'm responsible enough to choose it during holidays but um and my mum and i decided what time i should wake up during school days and um during weekends as well so i also have my choice as well in there Okay, so one thing you've talked about quite a lot is uh, school time versus holiday time, and how perhaps different rules would apply. And you've talked about your own personal experience of you, you have rules for school time about waking up and sleeping and, and less so for holidays. So you can loll around, which I, uh, which I, I do love a bit of lolling around as well. Um, but I do worry, you know, thinking about this debate, I do, I do worry about uh, the messages we would send to children about how you can change your behavior so much just because you're going to school or you're not. And I do worry about the, the habits and routines that are created. You know, we are, we are all creatures of habit. Human beings need systems and rigor and discipline and to be waking up at the same time every day and sleeping at the same time every day. It affects your biological rhythm and your circadian rhythm. Um, and if you have two different modes of operation, like one for school time or for holiday time, I feel that sort of biologically it's quite, it's quite disruptive, flicking back and forth in these wildly different ways. Um, and so for that reason, I, I think we should keep it consistent. Whatever we do, we should keep it consistent 365 days a year so that we're not putting shocks on our, on our body. Um, and 
And, and if, if, if you agree with that, then it's just a case of choosing, well, what, what to be consistent in, um, waking up early or waking up late. Um, and, and obviously to make school on time, you need to wake up early at a, at a decent time. And that's why I don't think that children should be allowed to set their own bedtimes because it'll invariably become unstructured and um, the, the bodies will, um, uh, will get hurt as a result, essentially. When they choose their own times, basically, you don't always get holidays. So then there's a not that much of a shock. When you have a timetable, you keep repeating um, it. But if you keep repeating it, it kind of gets a bit tiring because you wake up early and go to bed um, late um, because you'll have schoolwork uh, during those days. Then you'll feel really, really tired and it won't work for you because you'll, um, you'll feel super duper tired. And um, well, yeah, so if you, well, basically- So are you if you arguing my bed, point for me there? So you so you so you just argued my point for me, right? You're saying that you need a bit, you need to go to bed at the same time at a good early time, so that you're not super duper tired for school. Yeah. So no, are you yeah. agreeing with me? Are you agreeing with me then? Have I won the no. debate? Is that no. what's happening? <laughs> no, no. What I'm saying is that they have to wake up early for school, like I said before, mm-hmm. and then you copied me. Um, <laughs> And but you have to go to bed um, at uh, um, at an early time as well, so you don't feel tired. And you have to you don't have to keep repeating it because if you repeat it, you'll get quite tired. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, so you don't usually have holidays. And when you have a timetable, and you're going and you're going to bed um, um, early at night and I wake up, you wake up early, so you have more time to sleep as well. Hmm. So, um, so these are good arguments, Mahika. I'm going to make it really hard for you now because I think you can take it, right? Here's what we're going to do. We're going to swap roles, right? We're going to swap no. roles. Yes, no. we're going to swap roles. Do you know why? Because it's a really good exercise in... So, so in I'm a child. Really. I'm a child. I'm a child. And I agree that children should sleep <laughs> at the time that they want to. So I'm a, I'm a grown-up with children of my own. Um, and uh, I, I don't think children should set their own uh, bedtime. That's exactly what my mum and dad think. Right. So but my grandma and grandpa don't now, think that. So we're, we're both about to swap roles. We're both about to argue sides that we're uncomfortable with. But that's actually Your a really children healthy, should argue that side instead. It's a really healthy thing to do, right? So now you need to argue that actually uh, children should not set their own bedtimes. No. And I should argue that they need to set their own bedtimes. Okay, we're going we're gonna to swap. I'm going to count down from uh, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, then we're going to swap. Yeah, this is a, a really good way of forcing your brain to think in different ways. All right, ready? Okay. Five, four, three, two, one. So, Maika, children should totally set their own bedtimes. Come on, it's totally clear. Like, you have to trust your own children. You know, how can you not trust children? Like, we need to be giving freedom and independence and love and support. Um, and we need to trust the children to do the right thing. And if you can't trust your own children to go to bed at the right time, then what does it say about you as a parent? 
you have to bring them up in the right way to be responsible children. And if it's irresponsible, if they're irresponsible, actually, it's just you as a parent who haven't done your job properly. So for that reason, I think you should uh, accept the risk and um, let children go to bed whenever they want. If you accept, but, but it just won't be that good because when you do that, your the children, when they grow up, they'll be sitting around all night watching TV instead of going to bed and having a rest. And sometimes they can't be responsible and sometimes you don't always have to trust them. Sometimes you can just tell them sometimes they need to have their own timetable otherwise well it's not they they need their own timetable otherwise they don't remember the things and when they grow up like i said they'll they won't have something where they have a daily sleep time and then they have daily waking up time hmm. uh, so you're, you're saying they need structure. I'm saying you should just trust them more at an individual level. Because here's the thing, you know, every, every child is different. Every person is different for that matter. And um, the person who knows the person the best is that person themselves. That's why I said sometimes. That's why I said sometimes you right. don't have to trust them. Sometimes is a difficult word because what does sometimes mean? Is it a day a week? Is it seven... Is it six days a week? Is it, is it once in a blue moon? Is it, you know, different people have different interpretations of sometimes. So I do think you need to be uh, very clear and uh, very black and white on this, one way or the other. And, uh, and, and now, of course, I'm arguing that children should set their own bedtimes. I think every child um, in every house, in every country, in, across the world, should be able to set their own bedtimes. And no parent should be allowed to say, go to bed. Because that child knows that child themselves the best and they'll know when they're sleepy they'll know when um, they need to wake up early the next day so they better get to bed now they'll um, they'll know if their eyes are going all funny because they've been playing with the ipad too much um they they know these things right um, a parent can never know how any a child feels a child should be trusted to make the right decision and we have to be totally black and white about that for everybody not not use this word sometimes which is very dangerous it creates this sometimes creates gray space in between black and white. It's far more clear to be either black or white. True. Mm. True, but, so, so by the way, um, think about linking, think about um, comeback sentence stems, right? So when somebody sort of made a point and you're trying to make another point um, and you're trying to get from that, from the first one to the second one, you could say something like, you could say, that's true, however, have you considered, right? Or you could say, um, or you could pick like one thing that you disagree with, right? You could, you could, you could say something like, um, on, on your point of children know when they're tired, I think what you'll find actually is, yeah? Um, or you can say, or you can say, or you can just share a story and say, listen, I've really got to share something with you. Like once upon a time, this happened to me. You know, these are all different ways of allowing you to come back on an argument without getting uh, uh, sort of uh, stopped 
um, because you know somebody could make a, be making a really good argument against you. Like maybe maybe what I just said was was quite a powerful argument, and then you might feel, oh, what do I say? What do I say to this? Like I have to acknowledge it somehow. But those um, what I just shared with you are some ways to do it. You know, true, but or um, have you considered or on your point of X, I'm not sure that, or there was a time when I, you know, they're all different ways of, of coming back. So let's try that. So pick, pick one of those, come back on my argument with something of your own, and then we'll, uh, then we'll wrap this up. Um, tree, but um, children sometimes don't really care. Um, if, because sometimes they want to do something. Let's say they're on the screen, on the iPad, and they're watching something, but they do not want to stop because it's their favourite film. And then if they run through the night, when they look at the clock and their eyes are really runny, um, it's, let's say, midnight but they still don't want to put it away. Sometimes you can't trust your children as well. Okay, great, Michael. Let's, let's leave it there. Listen, really, really good. And, and good on you for, for swapping roles in the middle of that. That's not easy. That's not easy at all. Um, and you did fantastically well. So listen, just to, just to summarize, right? We were doing that debate topic about um, should children set their own bedtimes? It's quite a fun one, isn't it? Um, and initially, of course, you said that uh, children should because you're a child. Um, and we talked about the merits of that, sort of trusting your kids and um, children can be responsible and how to do it at school time versus holiday time, etc. Um, but then I asked you to swap, then I, which made it really hard for you, right? Because then you had to argue a position that you didn't believe in. You had to argue for the fact that no, children need to be told and when to go to bed. To, and you had to argue in a position that you didn't agree with. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Which is difficult. So it's difficult for both of us, right? But, uh, but it really expands your brain like do you feel it I, I feel like my brain has just got a little bit bigger from from thinking in ways that maybe you're you're not naturally used to thinking um and you did really really well like i i, I like really really good really good effort you know good good on you for not um, shirking the responsibility good on you for, for giving it a go um talking about how i love that last point by the way right talking about how Time could run away from the child. You could be so engrossed in this game that you're playing, you don't realize it's midnight and, um, and you, you need to go to bed and you've missed your bedtime um, because you don't have that self-control as a child, potentially. So and, really, then, and, then you, and then you only sleep at, um, at three o'clock in the morning. And yeah, and then you have to get up at seven for school, which uh, would be a painful, painful day. So listen, Micah, really, really good stuff from debating. Well, well done. Thank you. So there you have it. What a great conversation that was, filled with some fantastic coaching moments. I found that regular conversations like this can make a big difference in equipping our kids with the softer skills they need to thrive in tomorrow's world. As you've seen, it doesn't have to take more than five or 10 minutes. And when you're doing this at home as a parent, it can be squeezed in anywhere that you have a moment, during the school pickup, over dinner, at bedtime, etc. Now, I know you'll be inspired to do more of this at home with yourself, with your kids. And so I really want you to check out www.kidcoach.app or just search for Kid Coach app to get the app, which has this and hundreds more guided conversations just like it. You can get started for free and immediately start making a big difference to your child's future success and happiness. 
I really, really believe that these softer skills are what the next generation will need to thrive. And I'm super keen to support you parents in developing this through conversation at home. So thanks for listening. Make sure you download the Kid Coach app and subscribe to this podcast as well to get our next episode straight away. My name's Coven. You've been listening to Kid Coach Conversations, and I really hope that you have a great conversation with your child today.